and good morning as well on our podcast at Word at the Ranch. Thank you for tuning in this week. We bless you guys wherever you're at. So thank you, thank you. We're on Instagram as well, Elisha Mark Ministries, and uh, our new YouTube channel to Elisha Mark Ministries as well. So feel free to tune in. They're free for nothing. They're good sources. Amen. Let's all pray, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you where two or three are gathered. You're here in our midst. Give us a word in season. I'll let it check, come forth unchecked and unhindered from any outside source. More of you, less of us today, Lord. More of you, less of me. Thank you, Lord, for speaking through these lips of clay. Give you all the praises. Holy Ghost, come on in. Fill this, fill this place afresh. In the precious name of Jesus. Just raise your hand and say, I receive a healing touch. And I receive a fresh anointing this morning. An empowering. An impartation. Of God himself. Of God's strength. And if you've been weak or weary, trust on the Lord, lean on him, for he is your strength. Thank you, Holy Ghost, for filling us fresh this morning. We drink freely of the rivers of life. Come on in. <laughs> You're welcome in this place. <laughs> Glory. And the joy of the Lord is your strength. <laughs> Hallelujah. If Satan can't steal your joy, he can't control your dreams or your destiny. Never, ever, 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 ever let the devil steal your joy. Hallelujah. So we re- just rejoice this morning. <laughs> there it is. We praise you, Father. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. It's that fast to get in the spirit. You just let go and let God in Jesus' precious name and you'll find the joy of the Lord is your strength right there in your gut, in your spirit comes bubbling up rivers of living water. Hallelujah. Let's just pray in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the spirit. Glory to God. We stir up the Holy Ghost. We stir up our spirits this morning. We are alive with the life of God and the Holy Spirit lives and abides on each side. The inside of each one of us. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for more. More to come. Thank you, Lord, for continuing to drain the swamp in the United States, for casting down and casting out false politicians, false uh, believers in the precious name of Jesus who are in government. Thank you for all the work you're doing behind the scenes for exposing, exposing, exposing the plans of the enemy, who the enemy is, and who he's working through. And we give you all the praises for when the righteous reign, the people rejoice. When the wicked reign, the people mourn. Thank you for continuing to drain the swamp on both sides, on both ends. I like what Wick Warren said, said one time um, when President Obama was coming into the office. He was asking an interview, I believe it was CNN. He said, um, are you a left or a right winger? He said, I like the whole bird. Um, <laughs> he didn't want to offend anyone. But, um, you know, there's corruption on both sides. I don't care who you are. And that's being purged right now. So praise God forevermore. We got a lot to learn. Amen. <laughs> Say, I'm still learning. Amen. Say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ. And I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Say, Lord, if you need a man or woman, here am I. Raise me up to prominence. I'm a willing vessel. Use me in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Rick Warren also said that's one of the and Billy Graham said that's one of the most dangerous prayers you can pray. Lord, hear my use me, because He will. He is ready to use any willing vessel. He just needs your will. Amen. Forevermore, and He gave us free will. So he just needs our will to get things accomplished in our lives. Amen. Say it with me. Lord, bless me today. You're the blesser. And I'm the receiver. And I receive all you have for me today. In Jesus' precious name. Amen. Let's get right into our covenant in Deuteronomy chapter 6, if you will. Turn there with me. Deuteronomy chapter 6. And this is our covenant of dominion which includes prosperity. You know, there's more verses in the Word of God on prosperity than any other subject. I've said that so many times, over 2,350 verses. So God wants you wealthy. God wants you rich. God wants you flourishing. Above only, not beneath. The head and not the tail. The lender, not the borrower. And as you continue in the Word of God and go on with Him, He will make you all those things if you don't resist them. And if you don't resist the Word, He will make you all the things the Word will become flesh and dwell among you and it'll dwell among us and we'll call you blessed. God calls you blessed and those around you will call you blessed and like, how the heck are you doing this? Uh, Who's the God you serve? (laughs) Well, I serve the living God, the only true living God. Um, Those of you who are Buddhist or Muslim or Islamic, um, has God talked to you every day? Because my God talks to me every day. He tells me every day he loves me. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. He said that I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. And he also said, it is my Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. That's life in full. That's health in full. That's prosperity in full. That's relationships in full. Jesus said in 10.10, which we mark our Bibles from, that's really the middle point. I judge the whole word of God from John 10.10 when Jesus said words in red wind. He says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, that's the devil. Anything that comes to steal, kill, or destroy, the devil's working through them. Uh, But I have come to give you life and life more full, life in abundance. That's health and healing. That's provision. That's life in every area of your life. Amen. So say, I'm doing life today. I'm doing life today. Not death. Say, I'm doing victory, not defeat. I'm flourishing and not failing. And I have what I say. Say, I put a guard around my lips. I put a guard around my tongue. And I guard my heart. For out of it proceed the issues of my life. Say, my tongue is the pen of a ready writer charting the course of my history. Say, it is written. Say, whatever I say gets written. Amen. Praise Jesus. So let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 6. We're going on a motorcycle ride after this, so pray for us. We're going to Oakland. It's in the 40s. It's going to be a little chilly. I got my chaps. Don't worry. And it's a heated seat, so praise God. <laughs> I love it. If it wasn't for Clarissa, I wouldn't have a heated seat. <laughs> I really wouldn't. Um, Deuteronomy chapter 6, and we'll start in verse 1. Say, this is my covenant. This is my covenant. Say, I was grafted in. I was grafted in. Say, God is the original Jew. Say, Jesus was a Jew. All his disciples were Jewish. Say, I was grafted in. And now I have a better covenant through the shed blood of Jesus. This is part of your covenant. Deuteronomy chapter 6 is now for you. And we're going to start here in Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 1. This is Moses' farewell address, if you will, the book of Deuteronomy, before he goes off the scene and Joshua takes his place to lead the children of Israel into their promised land. So the book of Deuteronomy is Moses' last words to us. Amen. 
Deuteronomy 6.1. Now this is the commandment and these are the statutes and judgments which the Lord your God has commanded to teach you, that you may observe them in the land which you are crossing over to possess. Say that. I'm crossing over to possess my promised land. Verse 2, that you may fear the Lord your God to keep all his statutes. So how do you fear the Lord your God? By keeping his word, he says here. To keep, to keep all his statutes, his word, and his commandments, his word, which I command you, you and your son and your grandson, all the days of your life. So this is for your children's children. Amen? It's an eternal covenant. And that your days may be prolonged. Say prolonged. prolonged. Say I live long. I Say I'm a pro who lives long. Amen. What's promotion? Just a pro in motion. I'm a pro who lives long <laughs> and prosperous. Verse 3. Therefore hear, O Israel, and be careful to observe it, that it may be well with you, that it may be well with you. See, God's only after your well-being. He's not trying to get from anything from you. He has everything. He doesn't need any of your stuff. But he's after our well-being. Amen? That it may be well with you. That you may multiply. Say multiply. God's in the multiplying business, not the division business. Amen? He's trying to multiply his body, not divide it. So if you're trying to divide his body, you're not with God. You're not on his side. That's the enemy who comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God's in the multiplying business, not the division business. And that you may multiply greatly. Say greatly. As the Lord God of your fathers has promised you, a land flowing with milk and honey. Ah, satisfaction. Number four, uh, verse four. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, the Trinity, God in one. Well, we know God the Father, God the Son are in heaven, but God the Holy Spirit's right here in us and amongst us. Amen? So we ought to get to know the Holy Ghost. Amen? And your God, uh, the Lord your God, the Lord is one. They're one. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Get that? You're three parts, but you're one. You're three parts as well, but you're one. Your spirit, soul, and body. So you're going to live without your body, but your body can't live without you. Because you are a spirit. Therefore, feed your spirit first. Above anything, cherish your spirit and nourish your spirit. Because out of it proceed the issues of your life. With all your heart, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. Well, if you love God, you're going to obey Him. Amen? And these words which I command you today shall be in your heart. Say, they're going deep into my heart. This is the word of the living God. It'll change my life forever. Verse 7, you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house. Say, my house. house. Say, not a bank-owned house. My house. house. He doesn't say a bank-owned house. He says, sit in your house. Amen? Sit in your house. Say, that's my promise. I'm taking possession. When you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up, you shall bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes, meaning continually keep your eyes on the word. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Write them everywhere. Put scripture up in your bedroom, in your bathroom. So remind yourself every day of what the word says. One of my favorite verses right now is Ephesians 3.20. He is, he is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all you ask and think according to the power that worketh within thee. Verse 10 says, So it shall be when the Lord... So this is a promise. So it shall be when... Say when. When, when the Lord your God brings you into the land of which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Say, I'm grafted in. Say, uh, Abraham is now my father since I'm in the faith. 
to give you large and beautiful cities which you did not build, houses full, say full, full, full house, <laughs> houses full of all good things, say all good things. So God's not against you having things. Things are all throughout the Bible. It's a good word study, by the way. Houses full of all good things which you did not fill, hewn out wells which you did not dig, vineyards and olive trees which you did not plant. When you have eaten, say when again. When. So the only thing that can keep this word from coming to pass is you. If you speak against prosperity, if you speak against the word, it will never work for you. Because God needs your will. Amen? And you have what you say. When you have eaten and are full, say full. God does not want you malnourished. For those of you watching in Kenya, Uganda, Bangladesh, God God wants you well fed. And the gospel, the word will work no matter where you're at. No matter what government you're under. No matter what regime. The word of God will prove faithful in your life if you'll use it and work it and speak it into your life. He wants you full, eaten and are full. Then beware lest you forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt from your toils and bondage, from the house of bondage. You shall fear the Lord your God and serve him and shall take oaths in his name. You shall not go after other gods, the gods of the peoples who are all around you. Idol worship is false worship. Again, uh, has any of the gods you've served in other religions ever talking back to you? Again, my dog, is, my God is living and he talks to me every day. I don't worship an idol. I don't worship a statue. I wor- worship the living God who is a spirit and who communes with my spirit, gently telling me, you're my son. I love you. I sent my son to die for you. I love you just as much as I love Jesus. He should be talking to you the same way if you give him a chance to talk. Amen. Praise God forevermore. You shall not go after other gods or idols, the gods of the peoples who are all around you. For the Lord your God is a jealous God among you. Lest the anger of the Lord your God be aroused against you and destroy you from the face of the earth. Okay, moving on. Verse 16. You shall not tempt the Lord your God as you tempted him in Massa. You shall diligently keep the commandments of the Lord your God, his testimonies and his statutes, which he has commanded you. And you shall do what is right and good in the sight of the Lord that it may be well with you, well with you. See, obeying the word and doing what the word says equals well-being, that it may be well with you, complete well-being, complete in him, who is the head of all principality and power, and that you may go in and possess the good land of which the Lord swore to your fathers to cast out all your enemies from before you as the Lord has spoken. When your sons ask you in time to come, saying, what is the meaning of the testimonies, the statutes, and the judgments which the Lord your God has commanded you. Then you shall say to your sons, We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. Those of you from third world countries who the Lord has brought into the United States, you may not even know that the Lord brought you here, but he has. He separated you from your father's house. He separated you just like he did Abraham from those false gods and idols to serve the living and true God. Just don't bring your gods with you. Keep them at home. Amen? We were slaves of Pharaoh in Egypt, and the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And the Lord showed signs and wonders before our eyes, great and severe, against Egypt, Pharaoh, and all his household. Well, he's not done yet. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. Then he brought us out from there that he might bring us in. He always brings you out to bring you into something new. He'll always have to bring you out first to bring you into something new. He may have to brainwash you from religion to bring you into the truth. Amen? He has to bring you out to bring you in. That's why they went through the wilderness for 40 years. 
took 40 years to get their minds straight so they can actually possess the promised land. He brought us out from there that he might bring us in to give us the land of which he swore to our fathers. And the Lord commanded us to observe all these statutes to fear the Lord our God for our good always. Again, the doer of the word is always for your benefit. Obedience will always equal blessings in your life. For our good always, that he might preserve us alive. Say preserved alive. Say I'm preserved. Amen. Amen. And, he, and get that, you're preserved alive, not dead. You're not embalmed in the grave or in a casket. You're preserved alive. Amen. <laughs> Praise God for that verse. As it is this day. Say this day. Say I'm alive this day. And I'm preserved this day. Oh, what a good covenant. Verse 25, then it will be righteousness for us. As if we are careful to observe all his laws, his word, before the Lord our God as he has commanded us. And chapter 7, when the Lord your God, there's a, that word win again, when the Lord your God brings you, so wait on the Lord, when your Lord your God brings you into the land, when you go to possess, and has cast out many nations before you, the Hittites, the Girgashites, the Amorites, the Canaanites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and every other Iites, seven nations greater and mightier than you. And when the Lord your God delivers them over to you, who delivers them into our hands? The Lord does. David knew this. Remember David we read last week? He knew his covenant. And when the Lord our God, your God delivers them over to you, you shall conquer them and utterly destroy them, those without covenant without blood covenant, the shed blood of Jesus. You shall make no covenant with them, nor show mercy to them, nor shall you make marriages with them, nor shall you give your daughter to their son, nor shall take their daughter for your son. For they will turn your sons away from following me. Remember we read that with Moses and Zipporah? He didn't marry up, he married wrong, and, he, and she ended up taking him away from God. He got a lot accomplished nonetheless because of the Spirit of God that rested upon him. Praise God. But um, always marry up, amen? <laughs> it matters who you marry. It matters who you're yoked up against. That goes for business partnerships as well. First Timothy says, don't strike your hands quickly um, with those who are earning covenant. Don't be partaker of their sins. Amen. So covenant is important to God. This is our covenant. For they will turn your sons away from following me to serve other gods. So the anger of the Lord will be aroused against you and destroy you suddenly. For thus you shall deal with them. You shall destroy their altars and break down the sacred pillars and cut down their wooden images and burn their carved images. Again, he's a jealous God. He doesn't want you serving any other false god. And burn their carved images with fire. Verse 6. For you are a holy people. Say holy. holy. Say I am holy. Just as he is holy. That only comes through the shed blood of his son. Your holiness comes through Jesus alone. It's not a matter what you do or what you don't do. Your holiness is established in heaven forever and on earth through Jesus' blood. It's a blood, blood covenant, an eternal covenant. Say, I'm holy again. Just as he is holy. For you are a holy people, pure people, consecrated people, holy people to the Lord your God. The Lord your God has chosen you to be a people for himself. See, he chose you out of the world. Remember? He chose you. You're sitting here this morning because He chose you. I love this verse. The Lord has chosen you to be a people for Himself, a special treasure. Do you feel treasured? You should, if you're His. He delights in you. You're a special treasure. Again, no one will ever have your same thumbprint 
Only you can be used to be the best you you can be. You're a special treasure before the Lord your God. Above all the peoples on the face of the earth, and everyone on the face of the earth has an opportunity to enter into covenant with the creator of the world. It's a love covenant. He healed you because he loves you. He prospers you because he loves you. He gave you his son because he loves you. And the Bible says it's God's will for all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of this truth. Verse 7 says, The Lord did not set his love on you, nor choose you because you were more in number than any other people, for you were the least of all peoples. But because the Lord loves you, and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, the Lord has brought you out. God is the only person that cannot lie. If he did lie, it'd end up being the truth, because he can only tell the truth. The Lord has brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you from the house of bondage, from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Therefore know, know this, that the Lord your God, he is God, the faithful God, the faithful God, the same yesterday, today, and forever, who keeps covenant and mercy for a thousand generations with those who love him and keep his word. And he repays those who hate him to their face to destroy them. He will not be slack with him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Therefore you shall keep the commandment, the statutes, the judgments, the word of God, which I command you today to observe them. Then it shall come to pass. This is under the section, Blessings of Obedience. Then it shall come to pass, because, because, circle because in your Bible, because you listen to these, these words, the word of God, and keep and do them, and keep and do them. You only keep the word you do. You only keep the word you do. And keep and do them, that the Lord your God will keep you. <laughs> will keep with you the covenant and the mercy which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and bless you all by keeping his word first place in your life. And he will love you and bless you and multiply you. There's that word multiply again. He will also bless the fruit of your womb. We're living proof of that. And the fruit of your land, your grain and your new wine and your oil, the increase of your cattle and the offspring of your flock, your business, whatever you put your hand to, will prosper and flourish, even in times of famine. We had one of the best years, well, we did have the best year we ever had in our business in 2020. The Lord will bless you, your new wine and your oil, and increase your cattle and the offspring of your flock in the land which he swore the fathers, your fathers to give you. Love you guys. You shall be blessed above all people. Say all peoples. There shall not be a male or female barren among you. Barrenness is under the curse of the law. If you're in Christ, you're entitled, privileged, and in blood covenant to have children. That's for someone. If the doctor told you you can't have kids, well, guess what? If you're in covenant with God, you can. He says you can. And he's not a man that he can lie. Amen. Women, every woman wants to have a child in my heart, in my opinion. Do you agree with that? It's just in them. It's, it's, it's man with a womb, womb man. Amen? And like I said before, women are incubators. They're just natural incubators. They'll grow anything you give them. If you give them a house, they'll give you a home. If you give them groceries, they'll give you a meal. If you give them trouble, they'll give you hell. <laughs> womb man. Man with a womb. They grow anything you put into them. 
Praise God for woman. Amen. Where would man be without woman? Well, we'd all be dead, first of all. And there wouldn't have been a Savior. Jesus could have never come without a womb man. Amen. Birth through the Virgin Mary. He wouldn't have had a way to enter the earth without woman. So love the one you're with. <laughs> love the one you're with. Amen. They're a special treasure to the Lord your God. Take care of them. And the Lord will take away from you all sickness. Say that with me. The Lord takes away all sickness. He takes away from you all sickness and will afflict you. That word is allow. And will allow you and will allow none of the terrible diseases of Egypt which you have known, but will lay them. Again, that word lay is allow. It's not in the causative. It's in the permissive. But will allow them and all those who hate you. Also, you shall destroy all the peoples whom the Lord your God delivers over to you. Your eyes shall have no pity on them, nor shall you serve their gods. God's really, really, really against false idol worship. Amen. If you got a Buddha in your house, just get rid of it. It's a curse. Amen. Buddha ain't done nothing for you. I got news for you. Amen. Do you uh, listen to any black box recorder of any airline that's gone down? No matter what the religion, no matter what the person, most of them cry out for Jesus. When their life's ending, most say, Jesus. Because the Bible says, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Buddha can't save. Muhammad can't save. Uh, false gods can't save. They're dead and gone, but Jesus is alive. I got news. How many of you can attest Jesus is alive right now in our midst and living inside of me right now? See, he's a living God. Every hand went up. He's a living God who lives inside his saints. Praise God forevermore. Jesus is Lord, and he lives forever. What verse did I leave off on? Sixteen. Also you shall... Okay, we'll keep going. And uh, verse 18. Seventeen. There we go. Verse 17. Deuteronomy 7, 17. If you should say in your heart, these nations are greater than I, how can I dispossess them? What can I do? Who am I? You shall not be afraid of them, but you shall remember well that the Lord your God, what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt... Sometimes you have to put yourself in remembrance of, all the, remembrance of all the victories God has given you and brought you through to move ahead. Did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt the great trials which your eyes saw, the signs and the wonders. Signs and wonders are always accompanied after the preaching of the word, by the way. The mighty hand and the outstretched arm by which the Lord your God brought you out. So shall the Lord your God do to all the peoples of whom you are afraid. It's not wrong to be afraid. Just don't tolerate it. Just get rid of it. Moreover, the Lord your God will send the hornet among you, among them, until those who are left who hide themselves from you are destroyed. You shall not be terrified of them. For the Lord your God, the great and awesome God, is among you. And the Lord your God will drive out those nations before you little by little. Faithful of little, ruler over much. Seem to be God's agenda. Little by little. You will be unable to destroy them at once, lest the beasts of the field become too numerous for you. But the Lord your God, he's consistently faithful. Little by little by little equals much. Verse 23, but the Lord your God will deliver them over to you and will inflict defeat upon them until they are destroyed. And he will deliver their kings into your hand and you will destroy their name from under heaven. No one shall be able to stand against you until you have destroyed them all. You shall burn the carved images of their gods with fire, 
and you shall not covet the silver or the gold that is on them, nor take it for yourselves, lest you be snared by it. For it is an abomination to the Lord your God. Nor shall you bring an abomination into your house, lest you be doomed to destruction like it. You shall utterly detest it and utterly abhor it, for it is an accursed thing. In Deuteronomy chapter 8. Every commandment which I command you today must be careful, you must be careful to observe, putting your eyes on them, observing them, that you may live and multiply. There's that word multiply again. And go in and possess the land of which the Lord swore to your fathers. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you, to test you, and to know what was in your heart. This comes down to the tithing test and passing the money test as well. If you're faithful to give 10 cents on a dollar, then you're probably going to be faithful to give $100 on a thousand, and so forth and so forth. So he led them through the wilderness to humble them and test them, to know what was in their heart if they'd still serve them, to, if they would still serve him. Amen. See, I've gone through testing. I've gone through trial. I've gone through fire. God always looks upon my heart. My attitude dictates my outcome. Say that again. My attitude dictates my outcome. Say this with me. How I leave a place determines how I enter a new one. My attitude makes the difference. Amen. And you shall remember that the Lord your God led you all the way these 40 years in the wilderness to humble you, test you, and to know what was in your heart, whether you would keep his word or not. So he humbled you, allowed you to hunger, and fed you with manna which you did not know, nor did your fathers know, that he might make you know that man shall not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. Say that with me. Man lives by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Lord. It is written. It is established. Whether you're aware of that or not, it's the Word of God that's keeping you alive. It's the Word of God that keeps you in health, that keeps you in wealth, that keeps you protected. It's the Word of the living God. Your garments did not wear out on you, nor did your foot swell these 40 years. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, that's one good pair of shoes, amen? <laughs> your foot did not swell over 40 years in the wilderness. You should know in your heart that as a man chastens his son, so the Lord your God chastens you. That word chastens is correct. Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God. Any of you feel like you're being stretched? Any of you feel like you're being purged or going through some changes right now? Well, the whole nation's being purged. Really, the whole earth is being purged right now. And he has his winnowing hand in his hand. His winnowing fan in his hand. He's doing some purging right now. And uh, purging begins with the household of faith, with the household of God. So um, I know I'm going through some purging. Amen. I'm being stretched and being purged, and if I'm going through it, most likely other people are going through it as well. Amen? So praise God. He's stretching you for more. He's getting you prepared for what lies ahead. And say the best is yet to come. Amen, amen, amen. Man lives by every word which proceeds out of the mouth of God. Verse 6, Therefore you shall keep the commandments of the Lord your God to walk in His ways and to fear Him. For the Lord your God is bringing you into a good land a land of brooks of water, of fountains and springs that flow out of valleys and hills, a land of wheat and barley, of vines and fig trees and pomegranates, a land of olive oil and honey, a land in which you will eat bread without scarcity, 
in which you will lack nothing. A land whose stones are iron, and out of whose hills you can dig copper. When you have eaten and are full, say full. Say life in full. Then you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land which he has given you. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God by not keeping his word, his judgments, his statutes, which I command you today, lest when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses, this is part of your covenant, to build beautiful homes, and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them. And when your herds and your flocks multiply, say multiply, and your silver and your gold are multiplied, say multiplied, and all that you have is multiplied, say multiplied. He really wants you to get this. <laughs> He's in the multiplication business. This is just who he is. When you serve him, you get everything. And when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God, who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage, who led you through that great and terrible wilderness in which were fiery serpents and scorpions and thirsty land, where there was no water or rest for your soul, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock. That flinty rock is Jesus. Who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your fathers did not know, that he might humble you and that he might test you to do you good in the end. To do you good in the end. No matter what you're going through, if it's in him, it's for your benefit. To do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. Lest you're lifted up with pride. You know, first comes pride, then the fall, right? That's just spiritual law. And verse 18, and you shall remember the Lord your God. But you shall remember the Lord your God. For it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Say with me, he's given me power, power. To, get to get wealth. Say, I have the faith of God, faith of God. To, get all he says. to get all he says. Amen. See, he gave you his faith to get what he says. He gave you his faith to get what he says. Not of works, lest any man should boast. As it is this day, that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers, as it is this day. Say, this is the day of salvation. This is the day the Lord has made. And I will rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. As it is this day, now, today. Take your promises now. Take your healing now. Take your daily bread now. Take your health back now. Take your prosperity and your wealth now. Call it into your accounts. Amen. Take him at his word. Take it now. Or forever hold your peace. <laughs> Verse 19, we're wrapping up right here. Then it shall be if you by any means forget the Lord your God. How do you forget him? By leaving his word. By not putting your eyes on the word. That's how you forget him. Then it shall be if you by any means forget the Lord your God and follow after other gods. Led astray because why? Because you left the word. And follow other gods and serve them and worship them. I testify against you this day that you shall surely perish. A slow death. <laughs> As the nations which the Lord destroys before you, so you shall perish because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Read that verse again. So you shall perish. Why? Because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. Because you would not be obedient to the voice of the Lord your God. That's how destruction comes. 
That's how perishing comes. That's how a slow decline and a slow death comes. By lack of obedience to the word. But if you are a doer of the word, you will always have bright days ahead. You will flourish when others are failing. You will be above only and not the tail. The head. The head. God was in the exalting business. He's in the multiplying business. And if we stay with his word, he will multiply us over the Gentiles. Those without a blood covenant. Praise God forevermore. Isn't God so good? Isn't he rich? Let's all stand, can we? Praise Jesus forever. Lord, we thank you for your holy written word that brings life, health, and medicine to all our flesh. We thank you, Lord, that your word is timely and in season, and it shall not fail. And if we stand and speak your word, we will see great victory ahead. No matter what the circumstance, test, trial, or affliction, your word is the conqueror. Your word does the work. Your word is our sword to cut through all the enemy's offense. We give you all the praises that the word works, and out of the mouth of babes you ordain strength. We thus you thank you for your written word, that we can build our lives on it. A more sure word of prophecy, Paul the Apostle said, in the written word of God. Thank you for it. We bless you for it. In Jesus' precious name. If you agree with that, say amen. Amen. It's our third Saturday of the month, and we have communion. Lily has communion. Thanks, Lily. If you're at home and would like to take communion with us, this is a great time to receive your covenant, operate in your covenant, receive your healing, and receive all the Lord has for you as you enter into blood covenant as a remembrance that you have through communion. So praise God forevermore. Again, if you're at home and would like to join us with communion, just grab some bread and some juice and and join us. This juice represents the blood of Jesus who is, that was shed for us. Jesus himself said, do this in remembrance of me. And the bread represents the body of Jesus that was broken for yours, for your total health and well-being. We give you all the praises, Lord, for this sign of remembrance, sign of our covenant. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. I'm so glad you girls came today. Praise Jesus. <laughs> Just let me read from our verse. I want to get this verse in you. This verse changed my life forever. Isaiah 53 says, Who has believed our report, and to has the arm of the Lord been revealed? Say to me. Say he's revealed his strength to me. I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Verse 2 says, For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, out of the root of a dry ground. He has no form or comeliness on the cross. And when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him as he's hanging on the cross, bleeding and dying for us. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. This is obviously talking about the, cro- the cross because when he was on the earth, it says all men went after him. He is despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. That word sorrows is literally pains and that word grief is literally sicknesses. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we did not esteem him. Remember even Peter denied him thrice. Verse 4, surely he has borne our pains. 
Surely he has borne our pains. That means you don't have to bear them anymore. And carried away our sorrows, sicknesses. That means you don't have to keep them. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace, shalom, prosperity, every wit whole was upon him. And by his stripes we are healed. By his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. But the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Verse 10 says, It pleased the Father to crush his son on your behalf. He has put him to grief when he made his soul an offering for your sin. Thank you, Lord, for your healing covenant. Thank you for redemption, that you took sin away from us forever through the shed blood. We give you all the praises that we are now made the permanent righteousness of God in you. Thank you for all you did on the cross. Healing for our bodies, prosperity for our lives, <laughs> and life in abundance. We serve a living King who has risen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all you did. You curbed sin and gave us your righteousness instead. The spotless lamb slain for the foundation of the world for all men. Thank you that we get to enter into covenant. We give you all the praises. What a privilege. We're in blood covenant with the creator of the world. Thank you, Jesus. We do this in remembrance of you. Your blood that was shed for ours. Fresh blood, fresh DNA, fresh healing, health and well-being to all our flesh and signified a blood covenant written in blood for eternity that we are never without help in time of need. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. You're our conqueror. You're our victor. You're our reigning king. And we give you all the praises for bringing us into covenant with yourself. Amen. And his body. Stripes were laid upon his back. His body was bruised, literally broken, crushed for ours. That you may walk straight. That you may walk upright before your Savior. <laughs> that you may walk upright before the King you serve. He made you well to serve him. It's his covenant. He made you whole to serve him. It's his covenant. Lord, we give you all the praises for your broken body for ours. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, hallelujah. Isn't God good? Covenant's a great way to receive and put yourself in remembrance of all Jesus did for you. We love you guys, and thank you for tuning in online. We've got a lot of comments today, so thank you for commenting, letting us know who you are. If you'd like to give and know our offering today, you can uh, online at ElishaMarkMinistries.com. And just give us your name and information so we can get in contact with you, pray over you, agree with you over your seed. If you're believing for something big, I urge you to sow a seed and let us know what you're believing for and we'll agree with you. A seed, a, a seed is a great way to release your faith. And God needs your faith to move. So praise God forevermore for seed time and harvest. And the sower will always reap. We love you guys and thank you for supporting us uh, here in beautiful South Orange County. Be blessed. And um, also, what's on Tuesdays? Tuesday night is our service live on Facebook on Tuesday nights. And then on Thursday nights, uh, we go on YouTube every Thursday night at 6 p.m. So feel free to check us out. And again, we're on 
uh, podcast at Word of the Ranch if you like to hear these messages instead of watch them. We love you guys, and thank you again. God bless. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus.